You are listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith in life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. Recorded on the Boggy Bayou of Niceville, Florida, and hosted by James Ross and Justin Wyatt, pastors at Church on Bayshore, this podcast dives into how to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk, where we have faith conversations in the mud. I'm Justin, this is James, and we're so thankful you have joined us this week. Uh, We are kicking off a four-week talk on uh, God and country, because that's pertinent right now as we go through some pretty dicey times as a country where we recognize that we are polarizes a country, everything's political, everything's messy. We're going to dive into that. Uh, and so it should be some real light conversation today. Easy solutions to easy problems. Uh, but before we dive in, how are you, man? I am doing well. I'm enjoying the cooler weather. Football's in full swing. MLB playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's a good time of year. Yeah. October. I got one set of heavenware a month. It would be October. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. This is like the best time of year here in the Panhandle. Pretty sure that's a country song. <laughs> Heaven were a month, it'd be October. In the Panhandle. That's right. That's right. That's right. I go to the, the beach, it's beautiful. It's just, yeah, it's just the best time. And, yeah, you got playoffs with baseball because it's been pushed back. You got football. Uh, you've got corn mazes. No, I'm just Corn mazes. <laughs> pumpkin got, spice lattes. That's right, man. All that. So overrated. I know people hate me for that, but... I, I like pumpkin flavoring. I think it's fine, but it's just... Is it as high? Is it as good as the hype? I don't know. Just I only enjoy it like October through December, so I think that makes it more special. It's kind of like people like anticipate it. They're like countdown to pumpkin spice season. I'm like, it's, this isn't Christmas. Like, well, that's because we like over celebrate. <laughs> that's true. It's all. It's all. He graduated cor- from three year old <laughs> daycare. It's all ploy of corporate America to get us to buy more stuff. It's what it is. It's a conspiracy. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about conspiracies. We're talking, I mean, maybe we will. I don't maybe know. we will. <laughs> maybe we'll dive into that. Maybe we will. But uh, we're starting uh, week one, God and country. And, you know, this is could be hard to talk about at times. And, and really, as we talked about last week, our heart in this is really to help model how to have conversations and really for the church to think about these uh, issues, whatever we're talking about, but from a from a perspective of, of the kingdom. And we're going to dive into that today. Um, so I know that most pastors would, well, not all, but many pastors would rather take their chances in a cage with a tiger than <laughs> talk about politics. Yeah. Now, some love talking about politics. Right. And, uh, probably uh, to, they air in that. But why are we doing, why are we talking about this right now? Why is this important? Yeah, well, I think that uh, the first thing to answer is why we don't talk about this more often on a Sunday morning. And it ties back to what we talked about last week, that the Bible drives our conversation, you know, and our, our teaching, not um, my opinions and not other people's opinions or what we think we need to talk about. Wait, you so, have opinions? <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, you know, the Bible doesn't actually address America as a nation mm. Uh, very often, in fact, at all. That's <laughs> like very often. What Bible are you read? Yeah. What translation? So, uh, I think that we then have to say, what does the Bible say, and how do we apply that in our 
context, which is America for uh, most of us who are watching, except for probably Pastor Ostrom who's yeah. watching this from India. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think, however, a lot of people in our church and perhaps even not in our church do want to know how they should think about these things. And here we are to talk about that. Yeah, here we are. So as you know, everything's so polarized and political and uh, let's just talk about that right now. I think before we even dive into politics, we have to, as, as Christians, first recognize like where we are as a country and where we really are as uh, the church, not just our local church, but really the, the big church. And you, things are just really divided right yeah, now, yeah. Uh, not just in our nation, but it really I've seen uh, churches divided uh, people divided, Christians divided over how to handle things. And, you know, and we said last week, you know, there's some things that the Bible is absolutely clear on. And then there's, you know, there's matters that are left up to, to conscience and God gives us that grace. So um, why do you think Christians particularly yeah. are, are so torn right now? Yeah, well, next week we'll get into how there are two differing views of our country. And uh, how that is problematic for any organization and specifically a nation. But I think that the foundational thing for Christians in relation to their nation and politics is an understanding of the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that is emphasized throughout the Bible, but doesn't get talked about a lot in a lot of pulpits and a lot of churches. But Jesus in Mark, excuse me, in Luke chapter 4 actually says to his disciples when they ask him to stay in the town, there's a group that wants him to stay in town. He says, "I need to go to other this other town and proclaim the kingdom of God, for I was sent for this purpose." So Jesus says his purpose while he was on earth was to proclaim the kingdom of God. And then in Acts chapter 1, after Jesus is resurrected from the dead and he's, he spends 40 days with the disciples, it says he spent those 40 days teaching them about the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And I think that many Christians are not thinking with that mindset. And they have therefore twisted the Bible uh, in their understanding of their nation and I think they have elevated their country even with, if not close to, their love for God. Mm. Whether that's intentional or whether that's unintentional because of just the climate and bad teaching and whatever it may be, I, I see that happening. To be clear, like it's not that loving your country is bad. I mean, we should. I mean, it's it's a great thing. Like. Be, be patriotic, yeah. love your country, you know, wherever, whatever country you're from, you right. know, like that is good. Uh, but like you said, it's that, it, that making them equivalent to the kingdom of God and the kingdom of, you know, for us, America, they're not the same. And I think, you know, we're, we live in the fray, you know, like we yeah. live in, you know, we live in culture. We live, you know, as Christians, we're called to be in and not yeah. of the world, but we are in the world. And, you know, and, and we just have to start with, it's just messy right now, yeah. and I think we live in um, we live in a soundbite culture where what we need are conversations. You know, we live in this like 
you know, 140 character tweet culture when what we need are novels, <laughs> you right. know, like what right. we need are like conversations about this and there's so many factors and, you know, we can say it's the media, we can say it's this, we can say it's social media, we can say there's this, this, at the, this agenda, this agenda. And the truth is that all those things are real, that that's the fray we live in. Um, and I think added to all of those factors that have been going on for a, a, a while is that we have in 2020, you know, the year of all things crazy, um, this, the coronavirus and how that has really impacted uh, our, our country and the world. Um, and then I think, I was telling somebody the other day, is that I really think that all of us to some level aren't fully aware of the impact that you know, March through you know, now October, that yeah. this everything has just been different. Mm-hmm. And you know, people isolate, people quarantine, we are social distance, everything's been disrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of conversations about, is this real, is this, mm-hmm. cons- you know, all, that, all those factors. And I think what we don't recognize is how much that has affected us yeah. uh, physically, but really, emotionally yeah. it has affected people emotionally it has affected people spiritually and so you've got all this it's like this this slow boil and right. so now you know I can't say this is the culmination of 2020 but now you know seven months into this we're in an election that is very hostile right uh, and it would have been this hostile without coronavirus but so but now and then you've got people who've been isolated and at home and and they're being fed uh, we are we are all like we're reading things on social media and the way social media is designed is when you click one article it shows you more articles that reinforce that and so we're inevitably kind of living in this boiling pot of opinions and as a christian like we've got to say okay i've got to get myself out of the pot out of the fray and above the fray like I'm called to live as a Christ follower, the kingdom of God right. first, yeah. like above all this. Like I'm yeah. in this world, <laughs> I am not of it. I'm called to engage, but I cannot engage yeah. the right way mm-hmm. if I'm not living with a kingdom mindset. You so, can't. Yeah. You can't. And I, and, and I think you, you, you're right that it doesn't mean we don't love our country. I mean, you should love whatever country you're in, but... Again, I think there's this unhealthy elevation from, I, and next week, just to be clear, next week we're going to talk a little bit more about kind of the problem I see with quote unquote, you know, the liberal, you know, side of things. So today sounds a little bit more like I'm critiquing what we would call the conservative side of things. And I don't like either of those terms. Mm-hmm. I get called a conservative, a liberal like every month. And, and I have no party affiliation, truly. Like I am, because I don't, I want to be loyal to the kingdom. Um, but like I've seen these shirts and these flags and other things that say like Jesus is my savior, Trump is my president, and I'm like that should not be on the same shirt. Like that's those are like Trump is your president. That's fine. I'm not saying you're wrong for supporting your president, but it should not be in the same sentence as Jesus is my savior. And you know, regardless of who's president, yeah, regardless of who's president. And, you know, even in our services, like, and this is true still of our church, because if it wasn't, I don't think people would understand where I'm coming from. But, like, why do we have an American flag in a sanctuary? Like, it's a worship service where we're focused on Christ. Why is, you know, the flag in there? And we don't do patriotic services because 
why are we mixing, you know, our patriotism with our worship? Like, Mm -hmm. it's the understanding of the kingdom of God that fuels how we live as citizens, which should cause us to love the country that we live in. And uh, we'll talk as we get, you know, into this in a few weeks, should fuel how we vote. But, you know, but, but I'll go back and I'll say that in Acts chapter 1, Jesus teaches the disciples on the kingdom of God. We're not alone in our struggle to understand this and navigate this tension and this muddy water because <laughs> then the disciples say to Jesus, so are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel at <laughs> this time? Like, yeah, sometimes you just picture Jesus going, all right, let me repeat myself. Right, right. Because <laughs> that was, and that was why people, and this is important because that's why people rejected Jesus because they were looking for an earthly kingdom. And that's why many of the Jews rejected Christ. They said, what good is it following him going to do for you? Mm-hmm. And they did not want a king that would not give them earthly power. And and I wonder if some of our people who are mixing in you know, this God and country stuff only worship Jesus on the condition that he blessed their country the way they want their country to be blessed. And if that's true, then I don't know that we really believe Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Well, you think like, you know, to be clear, like we said, like we, we do have like a patriotic celebration on the 4th of July as a church, you know, but we're not, but it's yeah, separate it's not a worship from, service, but it's right? separate yeah, from yeah. worship. And I think, you know, we, we celebrate things and going back to the flag, it's, it's not being like anti-flag or no, anti-America. No. You know, I think, you know, from my experience, you know, when I lived overseas and, and, missions over uh, global missions you know all the of all the churches I've been in or gatherings of believers whether it was in a home or you know a lot of those were in a building that was a church building outside and this I can't say this is a hard rule uh, but outside of the United States I haven't been in a church that displayed its country's flag um, Unless it was in a display of flags of the nations, or yeah. it was like required yeah. by the government to have right. it there, than yeah. <laughs> in those places where it's like required, right. you will, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a uniquely American thing. I would say I shouldn't say it's it's only, a, but it is a it's it's the thing here, you know. And so we have to help decipher like we do need to separate these two things of of the kingdom of God and in our country. And really start to see, like, we're not blessed by God because we live in the United States. Right. Like, we live in the United States. And that, I mean, that is a gift, I believe, I, I to leverage. So to yeah. leverage. Not to be like, well, God loves me, so I live. <laughs> because, yeah. But it's like, I am blessed and I am afforded many opportunities right. here. Um and I am called as a citizen first of the kingdom to leverage all it, to steward yeah. those things yeah. for the glory of God, for the nations, you know, for my community, for my nation, but for the nations. And and that's what we're talking about when we talk about the kingdom perspective, that like our citizenship first is in the kingdom of God right. before it's in United States, Florida, Niceville, you know, Freeport, wherever, you know, know, our local community. Yeah, everything. Our home, our marriage should be viewed in light of the kingdom. So, like, the kingdom filters down. Then our our parenting, then Mm -hmm. where we work, all of that should be viewed in light of the kingdom. And I think, 
you know, I, a lot of people, a lot of Christians are functioning as if like the Constitution is the Bible, you know, and like the president is, um, you know, one of the kings from the Old Testament, like, and it's just not, that's not found in scripture. And I, and I understand that there are people who are listening to this who feel differently, but your feelings are not substantiated in the scripture in anywhere. And I, I, I vow, I vow, look, you know, we still have a flag in our sanctuary because it's not, I don't think there's idolatry truly going on by most of our people. Like, so, and it's not worth the, the it's not worth, yep. yeah, it's not worth, I don't think it gains us really anything, you know, to, to take it out, but there are a lot of, a lot of, our churches that have and and I've heard critiques even from members of our church about that and it's like I think most of those people are not becoming unpatriotic they're just becoming they want to elevate Jesus even more so in an increasingly obvious society where <laughs> this is not the kingdom of God and you know I think I think it's important to to recognize that and I think it's important to see that in the scripture and and it's important to recognize that what Jesus said to the disciples when they said, are you going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said, that's not for the time to you, for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. Second mm -hmm. Corinthians chapter 5 says, you shall be ambassadors for the kingdom of God in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. That means for the Christian, wherever we are living, even if we love where we live, and I love <laughs> yeah. Nice Phil. I love Florida. I love the United States. But it's not my home. Mm, that's right. I'm an ambassador for the kingdom of God, living in a foreign place to bring the kingdom of God into that place. Yeah. It's like what you know, the disciples asked Jesus, you know, teach us how to pray, and part of his prayer is, you know, he says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as right. it is in heaven. Right. So when we look at the kingdom of God, we say, like, as Christians, I think we think sometimes that heaven is this place that we escape to when we die so we just get through this life just get through the fray because one day i'm going home and i mean that's we will we will go to heaven right. the scripture teaches that yeah uh, but it also teaches that you know we are called as citizens of heaven we are a kingdom of heaven we are called to bring that to earth thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and and god has called his church to be the vehicle through which he proclaims yeah, his right. kingdom and advances his kingdom here on earth and i think we have to think okay if my citizenship really is in heaven my citizenship really is secure with an eternal king like what does that mean today right and how do i change how i live my perspective on things and to recognize that I am called to a, something far bigger than my family, uh, my my church, my state, my country. I'm yeah. called to the kingdom. Like this is a big yeah. picture, and so that really informs how we see everything else. If we can see things through that filter of, okay, this is the kingdom of God, and if in the kingdom of God, this is how it is. You know? People often say, you know, don't be so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. And I think they mean well by that statement, but it's really a terrible statement if you've ever read the Bible because the reality for the Christian is we're so heavenly minded and heaven is centered around Jesus that we become so earthly good <laughs> because it's just overflowing in the way we live our lives. And, and 
to me, you know, that still means we recognize these great things. So like for me, the fact that there are men and women who have went and given their lives for our freedom and the freedom across the nation, like I'm not saying they're a Christian, you know, because they did that, but what they did was a Christ-like thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so my heart, every Memorial Day, and I know people who've lost their lives, you know, and I know uh, widows of, of soldiers, you know, Memorial Day, July 4th, like when I see, you know, the fact that people have given their life for my children to have peace mm -hmm. and protection, like I honor that. I mean, right. the, we're not, the issue here is not, the, do we honor that? Yeah, but we absolutely honor those things. Yes, yes, absolutely. But it's why are we honoring that? Yeah. And as a Christian, you have this neat, unique perspective of, I'm honoring this, and this is, it's sobering. Yes. You know, and I think about the sacrifices that, you know, we're talking specifically about the military, that many people have made and given their lives, or and whether they, you know, dying and giving their lives, or just spending their entire lives for that purpose. That's sobering. But as yeah. a Christian, you, we have this added layer of, and so because... Uh -huh. Because of my living here, because you know I'm here, how do I steward the this? How do I steward this yeah. and and use this for the glory of God, uh, for the kingdom? And I think that's the, what we're talking about. Is like we should. I mean, it, it's I don't say should. But it is great to be patriotic. Like yeah. it is. You know, it's good to celebrate. However, there's for the Christian. There's this added layer of of awareness and and purpose in it that it is we are called um, not to hoard yeah our our you know freedom mm -hmm. but to leverage it right so you know it's like it's 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 a paradox for a christian because like when you understand marriage it's actually not as significant in light of the cross our relationship with christ which is eternal you understand you know our nation you understand all these things but, but actually what happens is when you give those things over to God and you say they don't compare to him, they actually become more significant than we, they could ever have become in the first place, which mm. is because they're fueled by God. Yeah. And his, his weakness, the Bible says, is stronger than our strength and his foolishness is wiser than our wisdom. Like, so then God just gives us a, a, a deeper appreciation um, for these things. And so, you know. Anyway, so I guess to sum up, I think that, you know, the foundational challenge for Christians is to understand we're first and foremost the kingdom of God, which, you know, I'm still going to vote the way that I believe I'm supposed to vote, you know, according to the Bible. But it doesn't matter who the president of this nation is or the president of other nations or what happens. Jesus's kingdom is coming. Hmm. He is going to reign for Regardless all of eternity. Of president. Yeah. And that's a hope that cannot be wavered for me. Absolutely. And I think, you know, as we wrap up and we're going to dive into this a little bit more next week, but, you know, if you're listening and you're, if you're wrestling through how to feel right now as a citizen of the kingdom and a citizen of our country, uh, and you're looking at this you know, presidential election, I think the feeling we should have as Christians is this is not our home. Right. Like, like, you know, there's, I don't want to get into this right now, but, you know, you, you look at both candidates and, you know, pros and cons and, you know, the, the overriding feeling before, like, this is my guy, this is my guy is, Jesus is it, mm -hmm. and, and this is not my home, and, and, and we should not, the Christian really, I, you know, 
some people will disagree with this and that's okay. Like I will still love them and hope they'll still love me. But it's like, we shouldn't really feel at home in either political party in our country, mm-hmm. you know, the two dominant political parties, I right. should say, because I know there's others, but um, we shouldn't because they don't, neither fully represent the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And that's our primary citizenship is the kingdom. So wrap it up. Is there a time in your life where you can just look back and say, I, that was like, I just experienced a little bit of taste of the kingdom of God, whether it was big, small. I mean, there's, there's lots, you know, like we, we see that and I'll share, I think, um, for me, you know, when I lived in Korea, um, I was leading worship at a church that, um, was multi, uh, multilingual, a multi-denominational, and international. So there were people, I don't know of how, I mean, mm-hmm. you never really knew, but at least 25 probably nations, you mm-hmm. know, people in the country for various reasons. Um, and really the only, there were two things that we all had in common, and that was that we were at church to worship Jesus, and that on some level everyone could speak some English because our services were in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everyone was fluent. Uh, and it was, it was, and I just, it kind of spoiled me in some ways into like church leadership because it was like kind of got outside of all the trappings of, you know, culture because it was intercultural. <coughs> and, you know, when people were worshiping, it's like, you, I mean, granted, we were in English, which is not the language of heaven, I don't yeah. think. But, um, but you hear these voices of, of people from all over the world, like worshiping Jesus. And then, you know, we would sing songs from, you know, other countries or sometimes people would sing in their native language, their heart language. You know, if they knew the song, they wouldn't be singing. And you could just hear different languages being sung. And it's like, this is the kingdom. <laughs> like, it's just a picture of like, it's so much bigger than me. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a global thing. And like you said, regardless of who's in leadership, the kingdom's coming. Yeah, amen, amen. Yeah, I think the Florida Baptist Convention actually, you know, our state is very diverse and has done a great job of our our annual meetings reflecting the fact that, you know, we have a big population of African-Americans, we have a big population of Hispanics specifically. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, probably 10 years ago when I was there, it was like 95% white people on the stage and, you know, that percentage in the, in the, congregation and and it's become more and more of this just you know eclectic Haitian you know I mean just all kinds of people groups represented in our state and um, while we're not as diverse you know in this area um, it's it's beautiful to see that and I think it is an expression of the kingdom of God and um, yeah yeah so we are called kingdom citizens first and that is that is the the big picture that we need to see above all the fray that we live in and that's how we engage as we are kingdom citizens first and so if you have questions if you uh feedback thoughts please uh, send us a message email uh justin at church on bayshore next week we're going to be diving in a little bit more about you know what we talked about competing visions uh for a country and uh, we hope this is helpful. Again, if you hear something and you're like, I'm not, I need clarification on something, we are happy to, we would rather you ask us questions and let's have clarity than assume that we meant something that we may not have meant or, you know, or be like, hey, you said this and that wasn't right. Like, can you clarify? We are happy to, I should say happy to do that because it sounds like we love being, but we, we are happy to do that because it's, yeah, you course. know, we want to do that. So thanks for tuning in and we hope you'll tune in next week.
Yep. And hey, remember that you may be running from God, but you cannot outrun the grace of God. That's right. Thank you for tuning in to Boggy Talk. Join us next week as we continue in week two of God and Country. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a beat.